So you as an online business owner or are someone who are going to position yourself perfectly to hire all of these incredibly smart, driven, talented people who just want a flexible job. Welcome to the Quiet Wealth Podcast, where we talk about money mindset, how not to be broke, simple step-by-step strategies to conquer your finances, and the entrepreneurial spirit that will get you there. Your host, Camilla Jeffs, has been a student of money for over 20 years. She started out broke and has built real wealth for her family through steps you can copy. Camilla is on a mission to help thousands of people just like you build true financial stability. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Quiet Wealth Podcast. I am excited you're here. And if you're new, welcome. Welcome to Quiet Wealth. This is a place where we talk about what to do when you've hit that now what factor. You've gotten out of debt, you're making a good income, and you're looking around like, okay, now what do I do after I've conquered the financial basics? What's the next level? Well, that's what we talk about here at Quiet Wealth. We talk about money management level two. And today we are focused on how to build a team. In the last six months, I have hired six team members and let go of two of them. And I want to share exactly how I got there, kind of the mistakes I've made and the lessons I've learned along the way. As you know, a year ago, I left my job and I am in the throes of building my own business, which is one of the pillars to wealth. So here at Quiet Wealth, we talk about three pillars to building true wealth. One is investing, two is building a business, and three is passing all that information on to the next generation. So why is it important to build a team? Well, so you're not doing everything yourself. One of my biggest mistakes in building my first four businesses was really trying to do everything myself. If you want to eliminate some of the stress and overwhelm you're feeling as you step into entrepreneurship, if you wanna make a bigger impact, and if you wanna make more money, you need to hire. There's a really great book called Who Not How by Dan Sullivan. I'll link to it in the notes, but it is a fantastic book. It tells you, it says that if you are looking to go somewhere or you have a big goal in mind, instead of trying to figure out how to achieve that goal, look around and find who can help you achieve that goal. One of the most ironic things about that book is that Dan Sullivan himself didn't even write it. He had somebody else write the book for him. Isn't that brilliant? So it might, you know, as of today, might just be you and your cute dog hanging out in your home office together, and that's okay. You can hire slowly, but you definitely need to hire. So let's talk about your first employee. My recommendation for your first employees is starting with a virtual assistant. I think you should work with them for at least three to six months and then consider making your next hire. Now, when I hired my first virtual assistant, she worked for me about five hours a week. And I remember thinking, this is going to be kind of a stretch to afford her. But that was just my brain trying to keep me safe. In reality, I could definitely afford her. And your brain's going to do the same thing. It might be challenging for you as you are looking at the information and you're looking at the finances and you're wondering, is it, can I really afford this person? Is it okay for me to pay $1,000 a month to a virtual assistant? Or it maybe it's $500 a month, maybe it's $2,000 a month. It just kind of depends on what exactly you need. So the reason 
reason I suggest you start with a virtual assistant is because the virtual assistant can immediately offload some of those mundane administrative type tasks that you probably shouldn't be doing anymore. And so it's simple things. Like when my virtual assistant came on, I asked her to help me put together, to design like some postcards so I could send out postcards. She helped me design my business cards and then she'd get you know get it all ready, prepped and ready and, and get it for me. She did all sorts of things. She helped me with my calendar. She helped me to take off some of the mundane tasks I had in my business, like data entry, things like that. So that, those are things that a virtual assistant can do for you. Now, one of the questions you have to ask yourself is, do you want to hire a virtual assistant on as an employee or a contractor? I suggest you start with a contractor because again, you want to build slow. Now, a contractor is someone who comes in and they just work in your business for either a short amount of time or they don't work full-time in your business. They can do project work. Like I made a project that was called Newsletters That Convert. And these newsletters, I hired a copywriter contractor to come in and help me write all of these. I had the general idea and the gist, and, and then I had her come in and write the full posts. So that was important for me. Employee, they're going to be with you for the long haul. So it's a much bigger commitment. So as you're building, I want you to build small and steady. And so really when you're first starting out, you should probably just go with the virtual assistant for about five hours a week and then see how you can build from there. Another thing I did with a contractor is I hired a logo creator on Upwork. So when I was first building out SteadyStream Investments, I needed a logo and I am not good at design at all. We, uh, My husband and I kind of sat down and sketched out some things. He's he, he likes that. He's the creative side. He's a creative guy. but And he sketched out kind of some ideas and general ideas. And so then I took that general idea and I went on Upwork, which is a, a freelancer site where freelancers can post that they're they're available to work. And I found a logo designer. So I searched specifically for that because I just needed that one thing. And I hired the logo designer and just gave her my inspiration pictures that we had mocked up. And then she came back with a bunch of different things and we decided on colors and, and all of those. So that was a really great experience. So if you need something really small like that done, you can definitely go to Upwork or Fiverr. Those are two great places to find contractors who can do those short little project-based work for you. And even like my newsletters, it was 24 newsletters that we wrote. So we hired her to come in and do that. It took about three months to get that product ready. That was also a short-term project for her. So hiring is really important for you as a business owner. So you can focus on the most important things in your business and allow others to help you with them. So now what does my team look like today? Well, today I have an online business manager. She's like my right hand. She does so much for my business. She helps with the analytics. She helps put in metrics for us. She makes sure the team runs smoothly. She helps me with the hiring and firing of employees and contractors. She she does, she organizes our course launches and all of the things that we're doing in the business. And she is crucial to, to my business. So think of her, if, you, if you're familiar with corporate world, think of her as a COO, right? The chief operating officer, that's what she does. She makes sure that all the operations of the business are going smoothly.
smoothly. I also have a social media manager and my social media manager is someone who's in charge of creating social posts and making sure they get posted out and on all the different social channels that we've decided to do for our marketing strategy. So that person is really important. Another person I have is my podcast editor. Shout out to JR. Hey, JR. He is great and he edits all of these podcasts that I make and he also takes them because I record them on video and we puts them on YouTube as well. And then he breaks it up into shorts. So we have some YouTube shorts and reels to go out on TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube shorts. So that's a really important role. I just hired my first bookkeeper. I know it's, I should have hired a bookkeeper a really long time ago, but I was used to doing everything myself. So I'm really excited to have a bookkeeper come on. And I have an intern and my intern helps with the podcast as well. So that helps and takes all the transcripts from the podcast and make and turns them into blog posts and, and post them on my website. And then she also helps with my updates that go out every month. So if you invest in a project with me, we send out an update every single month to, to you know detailing what's happening with the property, how the financials are going, all the community events that we've been doing, what the updates have, have happened on the property so that you can keep a really close eye and be really familiar with your investment. Now, a couple of hires that are on my future. So so one of the things my online business manager and I do is that we sit down and we talk about future hires. So when we're mapping out our year and then we we divide it into quarters as well, we'll put on there, okay, here's who we think we're going to hire. So bookkeeper, in the beginning of the year, this year, my business manager and I met and decided, okay, bookkeeper is someone we're going to hire. And just barely made that hire, you know, last a couple weeks ago, which is really good. And so subsequent hires that are on my mind. So we could hire a copywriter. A copywriter is someone that can help us write emails. We have a lot of educational things that come out from Quiet Wealth and Steady Stream Investments. And so we want to make sure that we have really good engaging emails that, that are interesting to read so that when you sit down to read them, you're not bored and you're and you don't ever want to open our emails. A video editor. So we could put in a, a strategy to create a lot more videos and to really build out our YouTube channel. So that's someone else. A graphic designer. This is, how, this is a person who is really good with creating graphics and could help us create those for, for future social posts. Of course, you have content strategists and content creators. So a content strategist would be someone who can help you figure out where to send your content and where the people are coming from, how to get more clients into your business and all of that. And then the content creators is someone who actually creates the content. A customer support person to really to field questions on if there's issues with logging into portals or things like that. Some kind of editor and an SEO strategist. SEO stands for search engine optimization, which means when you go and type in how to build wealth into Google, for example. One of the things we're interested in is how do we get people to find this podcast, the Quiet Wealth Podcast. Well, that happens through keyword searches. So those are some hires that I are, they're kind of on my future and on my horizon. Now for me, all of my current team are contractors. I don't have full-time employees yet. I am not quite ready to take that step because it's kind of a big commitment. It's a really big commitment to have a full-time employee. And I like to have an have a contractor with me for a while so they really get to know the business and things before I would even think about making them into a full-time employee. So where do you find all of these 
people. What's one of the the questions? Now I know there's traditional websites like Indeed that you can go and actually post a you can post a job description on there to find them. But I found that the best way to find people is through networking. Talking to other people who are in your same line of business can really help you out a lot. So one, in fact, my business manager, because I don't use her full time, I recommended her to another another person who runs a very similar business to mine at SteadyStream Investments. And she hired her. So now she works for me and my friend, which is awesome. So we were able to share employees and share contractors so that that they can work for both of our businesses. So networking is a really powerful tool and something that you should turn to first before trying some of these other ones. Of course, contractors can be found Upwork and Fiverr. Those types of business sites are good where to be able to find the employees. You can also look in Facebook groups. I've had success posting in Facebook groups that say, just say, I'm hiring. I'm looking for someone to do this and this and this, and then people respond, and and they are people are looking for jobs, especially now after COVID. There's been a lot of you've heard about the Great Resignation, right? Where a lot of people are resigning from their corporate jobs. Well, they're not resigning because they don't want to work; they're resigning because they want freedom and flexibility. And so, you as an online business owner, or are someone who are going to position yourself perfectly to hire all of these incredibly smart, driven talented people who just want a flexible job. And maybe they just want a part-time job because not many corporations offer part-time work. So you can offer this type of work that they can step into and they'll do a really good job for you because they are a lot more motivated and highly skilled. Also, always can look at agencies. So they have, if you're looking for digital marketing, for example, you need some help with marketing. There are digital marketing agencies out there that can are kind of like a one-stop shop where they can do all the things for you. They'll have the SEO person, they'll have the copywriter, they'll have the graphic designer, they'll have the video editor, the podcast editor, all of those things. And you can just hire that agency. It's kind of an expensive way to go, but they do a really good job and you can, and you can definitely have that to help with your business. Don't underestimate the power of LinkedIn. Make make sure you utilize LinkedIn and post there because again, that's that's part of networking. That's people that you know on LinkedIn that you're connected to on LinkedIn might have some friends that they know that are looking for the type of work that you need. And then finally, one of the websites that I found I found my first VA on was hiremymom.com. And it's a great little website for for people who are looking for for work there. And I liked I liked that one a lot. The, I thought the talent that came from that, the interviews that I did were actually outstanding. And I could have hired five people, but I only needed one. So I ended up hiring one and she worked out really well for my business. Speaking of interviewing, maybe you've done interviews before in your corporate job and maybe you haven't. So don't be intimidated by interviews. Interviews are just simply a conversation to get to know them and to figure out if they'd be a good fit for your team. One of the big debates in interviews is do you hire for skill or do you hire for personality. I'm going to suggest you probably hire more for personality than skill. The skill should be there to some extent. But if I can hire a person who is hungry to learn and who learns very quickly, I will take that person any day over somebody who has a skill, but they don't learn very quickly because my business is evolving. 
and changing. And I need my people to be able to evolve and change with it as we grow in this in this business. So that's really important to me that they have this, they have the ability to learn and learn quickly. Also, you want to make sure that they're a good fit for your team. Make sure that they have the right mentality, the right attitude, so that when you guys are all together, you mesh and, and things go well. But pay attention to diversity. So you really want someone on your team who has diversity of thought, experience, skill, background, all of those things can make a big difference as you grow your business and really start to scale so that you can speak to a wider audience. One of my favorite things to do in an interview is to use questions that are open-ended. And open-ended questions will really help to tease out actual stories about how they how they actually work. So instead of asking a question like, are you good at social media? Of course, they're going to say yes. Okay. Instead of asking that, ask them, tell me about a time when you were able to produce a large amount of posts in a short amount of time. And now they have to think back and they have to report and think about exactly what happened and how it went, what they did to prioritize, how they were able to get those out in a, in a short amount of time. And this really helps you understand them a lot better than just simply can they do the job or not. It's understanding how they do the job and that helps you make a much better decision. One of the things you want to do during the interview is try to tease out their passion. During my career as an HR, an HR manager, I was trying to, I worked on this. So we worked in tech and one of the things that was really important for us because tech is ever evolving, right? It was not necessarily them having the exact skill that we were looking for, we wanted to know that they had a passion for technology. Because someone who demonstrated a passion for technology would be so excited to learn the new technology that was going to come out in six months because it changes so fast. And that was really important for us to really tease out whether they had a passion for technology or if they were just kind of like, they just did it because they heard you could get a big salary. Another thing I always wanted to know is, have they done any research on your business? One of my one of the people that I just hired, I was so impressed with her because she took the initiative to dig into my website, to read through all of my posts, and she came back to the she came to the interview with some feedback for me, right? On ways that I could improve my blog posts, ways that I can prove my social media presence. That was impressive. And I and I loved that about her. And that's one of the reasons that I hired her because she was willing to do that and do research on my business and understand me before we even had an, a conversation. And don't forget to take notes to reference later. I know sometimes when you're interviewing someone, you might feel like it's rude or something to like be writing things down, but you need to write it down. You can't rely on your brain to remember everything that that person said. When I was interviewing and hiring for my first VA, I couldn't remember a lot of things. So I wrote down everything. I wrote down everything that I could while I was interviewing them so that I could go back and reference that later. And then when I had all my notes from so because I did five interviews, so I had I put the job out there on hiremymom.com. And then I got about 20 applicants. I went through the applicants. I narrowed it down to five that I wanted to interview. And then I interviewed those five. And those five I I took notes on. And then after interviewing those five, I narrowed it down to my top three. And I did a second interview. I invited them for a second interview and asked more detailed questions in that second interview before I decided to hire the person that I did. Now, hiring, remember, start slow and then just ease into it. You likely can afford a VA at five hours a week and then you can go to 10 and 15 and eventually make the 
leap to full-time when you're ready. But realize there's never going to be a perfect time to add to the team. It's always going to feel a little bit scary, but don't wait, do it anyway. It's important to get help in your business. It's important to run your business like a business, not a hobby, and to have actual people working for you and doing this. Having a team gives you options and flexibility, and eventually they will be the reason that you could step away and not work as much. The team is going to contribute to you making more money and having a bigger impact than you can do yourself. So that's what I have for you today. Please share this episode with somebody who is looking to start their entrepreneur journey and looking to build wealth. And I will see you next time. Bye for now. Thanks so much for joining us on the Quiet Wealth Podcast. If you want more, head on over to camillajeffs.com slash podcast to get the show notes and dive into other juicy episodes. While you're there, be sure to grab the free guide to building wealth. And if you know a friend who is struggling with money, please send this episode to them. Let's share the wealth in as many ways as we can. Until next time, wishing you much success.